You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's GCB After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's GCB After Show. Good evening, everybody. Thanks, Ronnie. It's good to be back at AfterBuzz. I feel like I've just come back home <laughs> after a little here. little leave of absence. I'm excited to meet you. I haven't met you yet. I know. I feel so like we now. already know each other, know, right, though. Right? Because, you know, being on the phone, it's like I just connected with your voice over the phone. <laughs> Last week, you classified AJ as one of your gay husbends. So yes. I did. Yes. Really so now, now we yeah. can make it official. You can propose to me after the show. She's progressive. <laughs> Hey, I'm Candon Bliss. Good to be back, guys. I'm here with my lovely little handsome co-hosts, Jason Hello. Gallagher and AJ Gibson. Good to have the guys in the studio. We're missing Derek, but um, I'm glad he was able to fill in for me last week. So thanks, Derek. Who needs him? We appreciate you, Derek. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> three gay husbands is better than two. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But two is better than none. So that's right. There we that's go. right. <laughs> So this week is episode. <laughs> this week is episode eight, guys. Eight. Can you believe that? Wow. I feel like we I just started. Mm. Do you? I do. I feel like it was just not too long ago. It was like, oh, it's it's about to. It's happen. like about to right, happen. Right. It's now like episode one. The anticipation or two. was building, and now yeah, yeah, now it's episode eight. eight episodes in. Wow. Do you know how many episodes we're gonna actually have? I don't know. I don't. I know. think twelve. I would guess I like twelve if they did a shortened season. That just sounds mm-hmm. right to me. Yeah, I have like nothing. Even dozen. I have nothing. To base that on, yeah, I just my my GCB <laughs> no insider information whatsoever. Right. It's a good solid dozen. Okay. It is. A good it is. solid dozen. Yeah. All right, well then we have a few more left. I don't want it to be over. I know either do I. But if um, any of the ladies from GCB are listening right now and want to just maybe call in and let us know and just yeah. chat, yeah. Mm-hmm. And confirm just... or deny that number. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't believe that this is going to be coming to an end soon because I'm so excited to get to really see what, like, how these characters all transform. Right. I feel like every week, and I know I've said this before, but you really get deeper and deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. each character. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate that some fans, I feel like, have have kind of gotten turned off to the show mm-hmm. early, and they're not going to really see it come full circle. Well, I don't think Americans generally have much of an attention span. You, That's you true. Need, so you true. need to give a show like this time to build and time to simmer and time to latch onto these characters. Right. And some episodes do better than others so yes. far, as far as letting us letting us in a bit. But I, I, I can't wait. I feel like one, each episode, it's like every other one is yeah. really good and yeah. like that. And then there's one in the middle that just yeah. kind of has to set things up. Yeah, I've just loved every single one. Oh. I know, I know that you guys are kind of like iffy on some of them, but I've just really been entertained yeah. by all of it. I. 
I'm entertained by all of yes. them. Maybe Don't I'm one of those minus Americans yeah. that just no. maybe, I'm, maybe I'm looking for too much. <laughs> no, out it's of this. all funny, and I think yeah. it's all very entertaining. Like the the interview with Kristen Chenoweth that I watched when we first started doing this show mm-hmm. is that she just said, you know what? Don't look too much into it. Just have fun with it. Right. Just let yourself be entertained. Mm-hmm. And I think the show does a great job about that. But mm-hmm. I'm an over analyzer, mm-hmm. so I want to be like, well, what are they trying to say? Yeah. Is and there like, a deeper <laughs> message, <laughs> right? <laughs> the fortune cookie. And aspect there of and there is like every other episode. There really is a great a great lesson to be learned yeah, I think yeah. and that it's, it's applicable to people all over the place right. not just people in the south or people in Dallas yeah. or whatever but it's also it's kind of what humor used to be in television now we've, we've gotten used to these really smart comedies like mm-hmm. you know like The Office and 30 Rock and they're, they're mm-hmm. really witty and there's there's always another message but like I, I grew up on like Friends and Friends really wasn't that deep right. it was just funny yeah you know yeah. like whereas Seinfeld was a little bit more you know deep. Uh, yeah exactly but cerebral but yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and I think that I, you can't expect too much I mean <laughs> Lower your expectations, yeah. and then you'll be blown away. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I did think that maybe the the message in this week's episode was a little bit like confusing. I mean, towards the end, we figured out the the girls and how they were all changing and kind right. of coming together, maybe. But um, what did you guys think of Pastor Tudor and Amanda kind of starting this episode off? It was kind of a di- like the, the whole pastor like trying to be re- like revengeful and like prove himself and be comp- co- competition yeah. was kind of weird. It was interesting. It was kind of weird. I mentioned this last week, like looking at the show from a religious aspect, like I grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. so I keep looking at it and I think oh, he can't be with a woman. He can't be with a woman, but that's not, that's only Catholic. Right. So I, I look at this and it's, it's interesting how they're trying to develop it. And I kind of push back against it a little bit. I'm like, no, that's not right. But it, it is interesting how they're trying to, they took Luke out of this episode and now all of a sudden she's with Pastor Tudor. She's his, his assistant now. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to develop all these different relationships, yeah. uh, which but they have to, obviously. Uh, it's interesting though to see him being kind of like one to of the see that even, even somebody who's a man of God right. has the same the same issues that we all have. And yeah. He's competing with somebody else. That but he, isn't that a humanizing element yeah, of this show? Exactly. Sure. That's what I loved about it. Yeah. Humanizing was the word I had for that too. Um, I ju- it made him a regular person. There's right. I think in America in general, there's sort of this untouchable status mm-hmm. with priests and that right. there's some sort of unknown factor about mm-hmm. them that even if you feel like you're pretty buddy-buddy with a father, pastor, priest, whatever you want to call him, um, you feel like there's still something, that he's got yeah. something that you can never find out about. So mm-hmm. I like it right. when they go into this. It's like your kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Like you never, <laughs> exactly. like you can never picture your kindergarten teacher outside of the context of the classroom. Right. That's yeah. kind of how a pastor is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's a fun way to look yeah. at it. Right. Although my kindergarten teacher was Sister Nancy. So oh, I mean, wow. yeah. Well, see, now, now I'm thinking back right. to my kindergarten teacher. I had two kindergarten yeah. teachers. They like were team teachers. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, what are they doing now? Right. <laughs> no, they're just teaching. They're That's just all they do all day, every day. Yeah. Oddly enough, when I was in kindergarten, that's what they called me was Sister Nancy. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? So, Shocking. Yeah. And nobody questioned you at all. Um, well, they had both kind of this struggle of trying to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. And that really annoying other pastor who was also a, really not a pastor-like who figure. Who threw himself in front of their van. Or what their, was their that? Truck. That yeah. was bizarre. Yeah. That guy came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, uh, you are not allowed in this episode. Who are you? Right. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> he, to me, was like the male version of Carlene. That's totally yeah. something yeah. Carlene would have done. He was like yeah. offensive to me mm-hmm. yeah did <laughs> not like him i didn't either did but i'm glad that at least uh, you know amanda and pastor shooter could connect on this like feeling of mm-hmm. of wanting to prove themselves to be better than somebody else or right. well for the pastor it was to be better than the other pastor mm-hmm. but for amanda i think at the beginning of the episode she really 
wanted to just do something good mm-hmm. and positive and mm-hmm. she wanted to bring everybody together i right. mean did you feel her intentions yeah, were real absolutely. at the beginning yeah at, at the beginning i did right and in all honesty he he had good intentions too yeah he, i mean mm-hmm. he, they were losing they were they lost i guess three families or something to that church and so he's trying to find a way to bring the families back into the fold yeah and so they both started off with great intentions mm-hmm. which i think generally we all start off things with great intentions yeah. but just like these characters we all we all kind of delve into you know you, there's never a straight line to your, to your intentions. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. like you always, you always get sidetracked a bit. Yeah. Just, just like my rambling right now, you get sidetracked. <laughs> and I think the pastor and, and, uh, Ms. Vaughn both, both experienced that in this episode. I think that, um, that Amanda's intentions were good the entire time. Even yeah. when she had her little like bitchy moment, right. when she went off on everyone and went back to <sighs> high school drama queen, I still think that the entire time her intentions were good. And she also just thought, I can do this great thing for the church and people will start to like me again, mm-hmm. too. I don't think it was ever solely motivated just by her own selfish needs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what it's also starting to show is that maybe these other women who are now have moved on and they're, you know, the elite class of Dallas, maybe they were a little more to blame back in high school than they had ever even considered, than they had taken mm-hmm. credit for. Because they're guilty. Had things been reversed in high school, they probably would, would have done the same thing Absolutely. to Amanda's totally. character that she had done to them. Or done things yeah. to cause her to have mm-hmm. to take those extremes. Exactly. I and mean, the whole reason she went off is because they just lost it. Mm-hmm. They All three of them lost their minds mm-hmm. and they were just going off trying to blame somebody for mm-hmm. something right. because they felt entitled to do that. Right. Exactly. Right. And so she had to just step up and kind of corral everybody or mm-hmm. it was all going to fall apart. Which is her job as, as the director uh, of the play. Exactly. Or, so or the head she, cheerleader. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was the only one allowed right. on the top of that right, pyramid. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> well, what did you guys think about the um, the whole relationship between Carlene and Cricket this episode? It was a little bit more like blunt and like we're not as much friends as we thought we were. At all. I loved. I loved the fluidity between these GCBs that there's really... They made it seem like at first Carlene was the queen bee of the mm-hmm. group, but there really isn't one. Right? A bit of a power of, struggle, for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And I think the two main women are Cricket and Carlene. But they they always have this back and forth about one will get above the other mm-hmm. and they and they have to keep fighting. And I love that that's, that was the basis of, mm-hmm. of this episode, really, was their they're being so conniving to get what they want, but they're equally conniving. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they equally want to be better than the other one. Yeah. And yeah. to be honest, Cricket's not really a great singer. <laughs> she's no, no she's not. <laughs> And I'm like, I think she's a bit delusional. I mean, she has this huge multi-billion dollar empire, so maybe she's she's got these lofty dreams of someday, you know, yeah. being the next uh, Kim Zolciak and going the way of <laughs> well, the very uh, first, pop star. The very first song she sang, I was like, oh, she's pretty good. Yeah. And then yeah. when she came out for this audition, I was like, ooh, girl. She's not terrible, but I mean, it's Kristen Chenoweth. Right. I mean, right. yeah. there aren't many people who can keep yeah. up with that. Yeah, I was impressed yeah. with her audition. <laughs> I know, right? The right. Fr- and the first time Cricket, I was surprised by last night's, like, mm-hmm. Cricket did so poorly in my yeah. mind, because the first time you hear her sing, yeah. she gets her ex-Tina yeah. on. She does sure. her big old her diva, ex-tina. her runs. <laughs> she, I thought she did great, yeah. unless I was kind of like, oh... Yeah. yeah, maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe I don't know. That's I don't true. know. They wrote or maybe, it that way, or maybe just, I felt like they were trying to make it look like they were equal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it but wasn't. It, just didn't come it was at not all. like that at all. At all. Yeah. I mean, I I was I guess I was surprised though that Amanda ended up giving the the lead to. Carlene, I mm-hmm. felt like there was going to be some sort of surprise element, like somebody mm-hmm. else was going to get the part yeah. or something. Yeah. Like but, Cheryl Crow comes back. And right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> right? but, you know, Steve would have been pissed. But in the end, I feel like neither one of them really won or lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, neither one of their parts were really that amazing. At all. <laughs> it was a two-bit production, to be honest. I yeah. mean, they should have stuck with the Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, do you think that their friendship is? I mean, what what do you what is up with their friendship? Like they're they're friends, but I mean, I think that to me that they're real friends because yes. that shows that they can fight, they mm-hmm. can be mean, they can be conniving to each other, but somehow they still care about each other well, and think, they still yeah. are never going to just they're never going to just right. not be friends I think right they, i think they also need each other i think it's yeah. also a friendship of necessity mm-hmm. they're both at a level that not many other people can probably understand yeah. as far as the, um the business world goes and their their elite status in in dallas um so i think that by being there for each other it kind of keeps um heather and sharon kind of at their level right which is That's kind right. of a notch below right to be yeah. so i think that they understand they have an understanding well, speaking of heather she kind of got stuck in the middle of this whole yeah. situation. She right. seems to do that a lot. Yeah. And I can't really tell what side she's on. I'm like, where do you belong? Exactly. Really <laughs> sad. I thought that Heather's character mm-hmm. had a regression yeah. the, mm-hmm. this episode. We don't have Andrew anymore. There's just no talk of him whatsoever. She's just like given up. She talks about just wanting to hook up with a guy in the the in holding the, the loaf of bread guy, him, the dentist holding yeah. the loaf of bread, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and she also has been connived into getting mad at Amanda. This whole time, yeah. she's stu- stood her ground and said, "No, I'm going to be her friend and try and be sort of the peaceful mm-hmm. Switzerland, the you know, Switzerland. no hostility zone." <laughs> and but this time, she just did everything that. All the other GCBs would do, yeah. and I just I was so disappointed, and I felt like that she is really losing her independent womanhood. Yeah, yeah. I think the writers are really trying to figure out what her character is or who she is. Yeah, she's the hottie on the show. She's hot. She's yeah. beautiful, she is hot. She's and beautiful. she's so interesting. I think, and I I hope they find out soon because I, yeah. I she's feel one like, of my favorite characters, yeah. and I just want to know where she fits because yes. I felt like this episode I was like, where did you come from? Right. Who, where do you fit in this whole? Well, the last episode, group? I don't even know if she was in it. Maybe for just a scene or so, and yeah, then she yeah, it's comes funny back. how that yeah. happens. They yeah. really do rotate, and I'm glad that they found um, a, a part for Sharon in this episode mm-hmm. because they could have very easily not. I yeah. adore her. I know she was the star of last night's episode. I think she mind. was too. I love her. Yeah. She's, She's such had a, a scene stealer. Yeah, really. Yeah, she's yeah. coming to the to the bright side. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> I was just. I felt like last night for Sharon, we got a whole journey with her her just her lack of confidence and being on air her complete and total awkwardness her ability to let herself be vulnerable Mm -hmm. in front of Gigi um, and letting us know how much she needs to uh, take care of her family and that she's going to do anything Mm -hmm. for them and that her main disappointment was that was for them it wasn't in her it wasn't embarrassing herself I don't see anything selfish in her at all no Mm -hmm. she was just so absolutely wonderful and I love everything it's like even when she tries to be selfish it's so not that you just have to adore her I admire her character a lot but you know I didn't like her at the beginning I was just kind of like who is this person neither did I I didn't understand she was very sniveling she was just very confusing and I didn't really know like she was kind of weak and Mm -hmm. just like followed the pack and mm-hmm. I didn't really have any respect for her yeah, yeah. but exactly. and just she just let her husband do whatever right. and you know now of course Zach wasn't here this mm-hmm. whole episode which is yeah. interesting mm-hmm. I don't know if he's shutting down the dealership or what right. <laughs> but I mean I, I missed having that interaction mm-hmm. yeah. with, with him and seeing how he might have grown through mm-hmm. this whole process maybe we'll find out next week yeah. you yeah. know where Zach is in this whole situation because right. it was his idea to start this business right, right? Yeah. losing it with Jesus right. uh, which I think is an amazing idea right. I've wanted to like eat Bible food forever. Like I've, I've <laughs> yeah, always me, wanted. Me to, not had that. I've <laughs> wanted. Not, I've wanted oddly. to try it, but yeah. I don't have the like the like control to like go through the Bible and look for food items. The only th- <laughs> the only time my diet has ever been affected by the Bible is Fridays during Lent. <laughs> I don't oh. eat fish. That's it. Or I, don't, I only eat fish. You only eat fish. I don't eat meat. No See, meat. I don't, I'm a good Catholic. Do you give something up? What did you give up this year for Lent? 
Nothing. <gasps> Nothing. I used to... Well, I, I'm not the best Catholic. I haven't been for a few years. But I used to always try to give up like candy yeah. or or um, or soda or something like that. I think as an adult that now, I think as opposed to giving up something for a small period of time, I've tried to focus on just doing better all the time. So I, I think it's kind of silly a lesson. It's a sweet lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by AJ Gibson. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. I gave up girls for Lent. Right. So, Congrats. Yeah. 20 years ago. That must ago. have been really hard. <laughs> it was really difficult. Yes, 20 years ago. Um, this is going to be really dorky of me, uh-huh. but speaking of losing it with Jesus, yeah. I did the numbers on this thing because I was really interested about what kind of a lifestyle it could give her. Yeah. I was and trying so, to figure out what you wrote down there. I was yeah, like, I have this, these little math equations. Wait, you mean the, so, like the, how much money she would make yeah. or something? How much did I, I she charge? The, how much did she charge for It was them? a $16.99, $1,699 value, and she was selling it for $12.99, and she okay. sold $500, so I rounded up to $1,300. Okay. Times $500, she would make, and this is for one month, a 30-month meal plan, she would make $650,000 in one <laughs> month. Wow. So then, you, I mean, you would have to subtract like business costs and everything. Of course. But money that she could be taking in would be over six. Point five million dollars a year. Shut down the dealership. Wow. It'd be over seven point seven five million. So wait, she was charging thirteen hundred bucks for a month's worth for of food. For a month's worth of three, it's three meals a day and two snacks. That seems a bit inflated. That does seem. <laughs> I mean, even like Nutrisystem's not right. quite that much, yeah. right? Right. But it's sold out. But these are very wealthy Christians. <laughs> it was Texas excess. It is Texas excess. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. That was hysterical that Gigi was like, I love that show. I'm like, of course you do. She would. She would. Well, we learned something about Gigi tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and she made herself a little bit vulnerable. Well, not at first. At first, she was like the, you know, cracking the, crack the whip. Right. Um, because she had this image to uphold as her pageant coach. Which, mm-hmm. I'm not But Amanda, enough, by the way. Amanda was not in a pageant, correct? I know. Well. I, I don't think so, but I don't know so. I did. Am I crazy? But didn't Gigi? Isn't this something she sort of to do after Amanda left? Yeah, that's I, thought I thought that's as a way yeah. to kind of maybe yeah. feel motherly or maybe I don't know guide these young women in yeah. the right direction. To, she oh. said that's when she kind of became vulnerable to the audience right. and said, mm-hmm. you know, that I had to deal with her leaving right. and feeling like I was a failure of a mother, yeah. and so I just took in all these other girls right. and tried to make them perfect. I'm just curious to see how many more stereotypes they're going to throw at us though. Like now pageants are no, like yeah. they're bringing up every. Southern or Texas Christian stereotype that exists. Which yeah. When's football come into this? There's got to be football at some point. <laughs> I know, right? Hopefully. They haven't had that yet. I mean, they had uh-huh. the, um, I guess, the the cutie that you think is cute. What's his name? Bozeman. Oh, Bozeman, yeah. He's like a football player, right? And yeah, he, I've I seen so. him like in his uniform before, right. but yeah. that only when he was like making out with the girl or right, something. Right, right. Of course. Right. But uh-huh. I haven't. But we haven't seen a football game. Yeah, I guess so. probably maybe in the fall because the show did start in the springtime. Yeah, football does happen in the fall. I don't know if is you knew that. Is it? I do know that. I do know that. Is it springtime in GCB? I don't know. Is it springtime? I'm not really in sure. In GCB? I'm not really sure what time of the year it is there. I don't know either. It's really gotta be spring. It's yeah, gotta be I'm spring because it's not. They're not in their bathing suit, so it's not no. summer. I would assume it's mid-April. And they wouldn't. Yeah, it's true. I guess we could just. Right. It could just be happening right, right now. Right. That would live, make sense. Live from We're Dallas. We're not going to do like a Christmas episode. Right. In May. No. I, I We're hope reading not. too much into this. Yeah. yeah. Well, my favorite part of the entire episode is the mud bath. Mm. Like the totally, Havelina mud the bath. The Havelina mud came out yes. of nowhere. I mean, I knew Amanda was going to do something. 
but totally came out of nowhere that she would just want them to pour mud on her. Right. Yeah. I felt like she wasn't going to let them one-up her this episode, but once again, she did. So that was mm-hmm. a little bit weird. But right. in the end, it was the most hilarious scene when she said I to Carlene, because Carlene was like, we're not going to, I'm not going to do that. You know, I can't do I'm I'm an upstanding woman in this society. Right. And Amanda's like, I slept with your brother. Yeah. That was so great. Rage. Yeah. You know what's funny about that scene? And this is how, like, crazy, like, um, obsessive compulsive I am. When she walked out there, she walked out with four buckets of mud. Yeah. And really threw, and yeah. I'm thinking to myself, what is, she, oh my God, production. Somebody on production messed up. They didn't catch that. And I'm, I, this is how yeah. I think when I watch TV. This is terrible. And then I was like, oh, they're going to do something else with it. They need more mud. Yeah. So, yeah. Too funny. Yeah, I'm kind of crazy. Yeah, I caught I caught the same thing. I didn't yeah. analyze it quite as much as you did, <laughs> but I did notice. Like, okay, there's an extra bucket. Yeah. Like, what is that? Right. Why What's would she bring that? four? Right. Unless yeah. she's gonna pour her mud on herself. Perhaps it's a rinse bucket. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But what what was your favorite like jab of that little interaction of that encounter? Yeah, because they were all like jabbing at each other. I just I I what you just I loved when she said that she slept with Luke. That's mm-hmm. just yeah. funny. Because you, because they, I mean, they never really did yeah. show yeah. that they actually did. Yeah. It was yeah. just like insinuated that. Yeah. They that did. the look in Carlene's eyes was uh, priceless. Yeah, it was so <laughs> great. My, I had two favorites for that. Um, the first one was before they started slinging mud, uh-huh. and Carlene says, um, "She goes, we are not about to sling mud." Just like she says, she never slings mud. Yes, when so matter she, of factly, when her life is about mudslinging. All right. she does is spread these rumors for these other women, mm. which I love. She's I thought, a figurative mudslinger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and But then my absolute favorite was crickets. I do not have herpes! Yeah, <laughs> I knew that was a good she one. She got crazy. Yeah. Like, I thought she was going to yeah. go like, crazy on him and pulling her hair out. Right. Like, you could tell. That's the first time I think we see, we've seen Cricket really lose mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But what did Heather have anything to do with that whole thing? I don't know. Again, she didn't quite fit. I mean, no. yeah. she started slinging mud with everybody else, and then yeah. they started laughing and everything. Mm-hmm. But what did, what did she have to do with it? Did Heather, did Heather even get... Havelina back no. in high school. Um, I thought she didn't because she Amanda took her under her wing and kind of protected her. Didn't wasn't that how they? Am I missing something? She so uh, I didn't understand why she would need to Havelina Amanda this time. Right. Well, she me. didn't. If yeah. you remember, Heather threw the mud at Cricket. Oh, yeah. that's right. You're yeah. right. And I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know either. Because she and Cricket didn't really have a lot of. They interaction didn't really have a lot episode. of interaction. No. Yeah. So what is she so angry with her about? Because it was her and. Um, Carlene that had the Christian home right. for Christian living or whatever. Right. The, I don't know. Well, Heather uh, Heather wrote the musical back in their sophomore year. She said mm-hmm. um, that beat Amanda out in a creative writing contest. Right, right. And so, she, and then um, Amanda said that's what made me be a bitch to you for those next two years of mm-hmm. high school. Uh, and z- then I think that her main problem with Amanda <laughs> this story. episode, right, was um, was that. Amanda just sort of took over and became that awful, horrible high school girl again and manipulating everybody, and it completely messed up the musical and made it worse, Mm -hmm. and then therefore affected her real estate business and Mm -hmm. was just overtly mad at the situation and all of them equally. Hmm. That would be my That was a low blow in my opinion. The whole... There's some holes in that plot line. Ruining your business. That was just a low blow. Yeah. It's one thing about ruining, like, you know, reputations Mm -hmm. or whatever, but to actually ruin your livelihood is rough. Yeah. Rough, to say the least. (laughs) (laughs) And especially for the woman that makes the least amount of money of all of them, Mm -hmm. you know. Heather? Heather. I would assume... I think she's the least money-making. I think... Hmm. Well, except for now that we find out... But do the other ones really make money? Well, I guess Cricket makes tons of money, but does Carlene make money? She just has her husband. I know. What does she really do? 
by association, she has a lot more money than than Heather. And I Amanda think. was making great money at Boobylicious. So she could have <laughs> yeah. saved some you know, up. I don't no, know. I think, I think Amanda's <laughs> probably on the lower, yeah. right, lower right. end of that. <laughs> Definitely. Which was, because Heather made the comment, like, why don't you just write a check? That's easier. Mm-hmm. When, when, well, when She's not when, struggling. When Amanda yeah. was like, you know, I just want to do something good for the church. And Heather was like, just write a check. Yeah. Don't yeah. use my play. Yeah. So that showed me that, that Amanda was less well off than Heather. I don't get it twisted. Heather's fine. Yeah, you no, see the clothes she wears. She's yeah. so fabulous. No, she does wear the best yeah. clothes for sure. Like the mm-hmm. dress. She has like the, the best body. I mean, yeah. really, she's, she's just, just like she's hot. Yeah. But she's I like so that pretty. she's not like. I mean, Kristen Chenoweth is obviously a very small person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I've probably said this before, but I like that the women look normal. Yeah, yeah. they look healthy. They look right. normal. They don't look emaciated. Right. And you know, even Sharon doesn't look fat. I mean, right. so they're just yeah. they're just all average, normal, good. Right people mm-hmm. that you would yeah. see every day so yeah. that's even more relatable there was a lot of like i keep writing the word humanizing there was a yeah. lot of those elements to this whole show mm-hmm. yeah um the mud bath thing mm-hmm. you know um of course i when we get into like the production thing it kind of gets a little bit mm-hmm. weirder yeah like um rip was like totally not a normal human he was like trying to be jesus yeah you know yeah. <laughs> what was that and I'm, I, when I see this, like, how do these people have all this time to be putting on, like, a local, like, a play? At yeah, they don't show? actually work. Yeah, like, they're yeah. multi-billionaires, and they're running corporations. I mean, I don't understand, so, like, what are they doing? Like, oh, you're just going to be in a play? Well, if you have that kind of money and you're yeah. that successful, why on earth why? would you dress up like Jesus? Yeah. I mean, these people are just nuts. <laughs> it's just silly to me. I will say, I... Uh, it just where I grew up, there were a lot of people that when they weren't at school and they weren't at work, their the entirety of the rest of their lives was spent at church. Like even yeah. mm-hmm. cooking in the church kitchens for yeah. everybody, True. making meals Monday through Sunday. Yeah, the the entire week they were there. So it wouldn't surprise me if this was sort of that type of community right. that I could see the time being able to be spent there. But just the vast amount of wealth that they have. Yeah including the amount of time they spend at church doesn't quite seem to add up. I and when you compare you it to how much they seem to work, it's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, none of them go to work. I mean, other, no. we've seen Amanda work a little bit. Cricket and and, her, and what's his name? Hottie um, husband. Rip. Yeah, Rip. Yeah, no. No, oh, Blake. Blake, 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 Blake. Um, they were at work the one episode when they, were, they yeah. brought Amanda on with the jeans line, but mm. then they never really went yeah. there. Well, Cricket mentioned, though, one of my favorite quotes of this episode was when Cricket and Amanda were in Cricket's backyard. Yeah. And Cricket says to her, Amanda Vaughn, honey, already this morning, I've, what'd she say, I fired my West Coast legal team, I shut down an orphanage in Ghana, and then I rehired my West Coast <laughs> yeah. legal team. And I didn't that get it the first perfect. time I heard it, and I was like, wait, oh, <laughs> the orphanage, God, or whatever it was that she shut down in, in Ghana. She shut down an orphanage? No, it was really? like an orphanage, or something like, like that. Yeah. It was like, a, yeah, something. Um, some charitable thing, you know, was awful and then she went then she said and i rehired my west coast yeah legal i did team. catch that yeah. but i didn't I, until I don't, just now i, I don't know if really it was actually an joke. orphanage but it was, it was, it was something some along those of, lines yeah. like something <laughs> that makes you like ooh, you're horrible yeah but she just those little one-liners cricket can deliver them like oh she's so i live for her <laughs> i do live for her she's do you think favorite. is she you reincarnated not at all no <laughs> not even a little bit i'm kind of i guess if i had to be anyone i would say i'm Probably Amanda Vaughn, but I would huh. also say maybe a little bit of Sharon Peachum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just because I, just, I like, I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I love doing things for people. I love cooking for people and making people happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I probably look for validation the way she does mm-hmm. a lot of times. <laughs> I'm working on that. This is such a fun <laughs> game. Who would you be? Right. If I know. It's like one of those quizzes you take on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think right. I'd be a Heather. Yeah. You think? Not like the Heathers. Not like <laughs> not the from, 80s film. Yeah. But a Heather of. Yeah. Huh. Maybe yeah. I don't know I, what I, I would be. of Heather and Sharon is what I would be. I think you're so Carlene. So Carlene. Me? No. No. <laughs> I'm probably between like 
between Heather, Sharon, and Amanda, like a combination of those. We're soulmates. Yeah. You think? I don't really know. Yeah, they're so complex. We don't know them yet. And that, yeah. that's the thing that every yeah. episode their characters we'll know kind of change. When this season is over, I think we'll have episodes. We'll have roughly about. I think we'll have a better idea yeah. of who we would want to be or relate to. Yeah. But yeah. the last thing we we kind of have to to kind of go over is the actual show itself, mm-hmm. which was kind of hilarious and really bizarre if you ask me. Like yeah. <laughs> well, it was like dancing in the streets meets like when it um so when odd. it was oh gosh when Blake was singing which by, that's a whole different story but Love. he was singing that song and he was looking at Jesus and going baby I have you in my arms yeah like something. a sequin like, like like tunic or, or like a toga or whatever <laughs> yeah he looked great well, well yeah I my my whole thing with the Blake issue is that I think the writers missed a huge opportunity to delve into that whole issue yeah because mm-hmm. the guy is supposedly straight married mm-hmm. whatever and he's like full on musical production yeah guy. Like it would have taken twirling. a split second. Yeah, a split second to pan to the, like the other cast yeah. members, like, like looking at him, like, "What is he doing?" Yeah, yeah. and at least acknowledge yeah. that issue. Something doesn't yeah. add up. But they didn't even touch on it. It was at just all. like, "Oh, it's totally normal." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's but, doing like pirouettes yeah, in exactly. a sequin toga on stage. But that <laughs> like, could that could be part of their development. It, it could be that these people all actually, in fact, know that he's gay. Right, and that is something because in small towns, I think we talked about this last week a bit. Yeah. In small towns, people tend to just ignore the obvious unless it's they're hit over the head with like a shovel by right. it. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's maybe it's a case of that. I it's don't the know. whole live and let live yeah. philosophy. Yeah. Like we yeah. know, but just don't talk about it. Yeah. And don't ask me about my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I okay. Know. I'm okay with gay guys as long as they don't hit on me. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. <laughs> that, like well, we would. Uh, <laughs> what did, I, I thought that the little thing that they touched on with Blake and Rip, when, when the girls were having their fight, the men, like Blake and Rip, stepped kind of up and were like, stop right there. Like, don't, you yeah. know, they kind of like t- con- tried to take control over I the situation. That, actually. Yeah. I did too. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, I'm your husband. That's not appropriate. And they, kind and of thing. I appreciate that they didn't make Blake. They made him a man. Yes, they, they made, made him a very a man. manly choice, yes. just like when he stood yeah. up for his wife, just like Rip did. Yep. And I thought that was kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I did too. I, I noticed it, it immediately because mm-hmm. yeah. even Blake was like, "Hey, crickets!" Or yeah, crickets. Stay yeah. right there. Because that's, that's how I would respond. Right. And that's how most of my friends would well, respond. Well, he's and, exactly. and and even when um when Rip kind of became you know WWJD, like what would Jesus do? <laughs> Protecting his flock. Yes, right. I mean that was like a very manly thing to do. Right. Very much like I'm the husband, I'm the leader, I'm the provider. Like I and Carlene ha- loves that. About oh him. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was and he, but he didn't let her slide mm-hmm. either. Yeah. It was like this is this is an issue he that all of you mm-hmm. have to be accountable for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you know, and she even said, I can't believe you're doing. You wouldn't be talking about me. Right. And he's yeah. like. Like, no, you all have to give me verbal, you know, affirmation that you're not going to go nuts once you get in here. Yeah. That made me like his character more because yeah. for me personally, if I'm when I'm in a relationship, I'm very attracted to people who basically don't let me get away with yeah. bullshit. Yeah, because I'm kind of one of those types of people. I'll get away with a lot if you allow me to. Yep. I like when people put me in my place yeah. and when I can see it done and I, and I see the way that she reacts. She reacts well to it, too. Yep. He's done in a couple episodes. But he's now. respectful about Absolutely. it. He's not mean or cruel. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. like, I love you. I care about you. You're not doing something right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we need to acknowledge this right. and yeah. move forward. You can grow yeah. as a person in this moment. What, I, what it, confuses me, though, is that while I appreciate that and I see, like, I, I like their relationship together, mm-hmm. I'm really confused by just a couple of episodes. He was so, so gung ho about finding out about where that lost money was uh-huh. that, yeah. that Amanda's, and that, that's completely disappeared now. So I don't understand how they go from trying to research and steal her computer and all these things to now he's dressed up like Jesus in her play, <laughs> like an ep- two yeah. episodes later or three episodes well, later. Well, Carlene told him that 
Bill Vaughn is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Amanda told me, and he really just kind of believed it. it. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm sure it's not the end of it. Right. I don't think they'll ever let her off the hook, to right. be honest. Yeah. But yeah. I agree. But it seems to be a just kind of lost cause at this point. Maybe. Right. That's right. my that's my one complaint that I have with GCB right now is that it's very singular. It's very one episode at a time, and we don't have things that are being drawn out anymore. Like the thing that Desperate Housewives does that's great is it has drama that is like from one theme that lasts for four or five episodes or the entire season. Leaving suspense. Mm-hmm. Leaving suspense, like exactly. Wanting me to have more. But they, time and again on GCB so far, they've started something and then stopped. Like Blake and uh, Cricket having a child. Right, we where was that? We haven't heard about it yet. Yeah. I, didn't again. I, I thought yeah. about that. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're making mm-hmm. it very just one episode at a time. This they're one, not linking them yeah. at all. Exactly. This mm-hmm. one especially was just, it had no past references of drama on right. any other storyline that's happened. And it was just about one musical that they're doing. And this, mm-hmm. they're not going to bring the musical up next week. Right. I guess two weeks since next week it's not here. It's um, not here next week? No, it's Aww. two weeks until the next Aww. new one. Yeah. But I know. <laughs> but they need to get way more, they need to get better at starting drama and then having it last for a season yeah. for me. That's what I, I need. Or at least a couple episodes, like, dealing with these issues. I feel like maybe it was better at Mm -hmm. the beginning. Maybe they're at this lull point where things are sort of, like, figured out, but then... Yeah, It feels like there's a sense of urgency with the writers, and they're trying... Because I think... there are obvious obvious comparisons made to Desperate Housewives. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that when Desperate Housewives came on, I mentioned something like this last week, how... Nowadays, when a show comes on, you have to nail it. Yep. Straight out the gate. You have to, you you know? And I think that... The way that it's written and the way the show is, it, the pacing of it is so fast and so quick, and it's like they're trying to give you so much information yeah. every episode and make it so exciting. Because they don't want you to run away. Yes, yeah. but I think sometimes what, people, what they forget is that people really, really attach to characters. They they follow shows because they attach to characters. Yep. That's why you know. That's why when the Olympics come around every four years, weird example. But when the Olympics come around, you you hear those backstories mm-hmm. of some random like like I don't know like kayaker from like Idaho, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like. <gasps> Oh my gosh! And you're pulling <laughs> and you're for, like them because, for them exactly because they take the time to tell you about them, and you get to know their story. Yeah. And with these characters, I didn't really feel like last night. I really got to know anybody that well. I I, I appreciated yeah. the mud scene, um, yeah. But I never really felt like I got to like latch on to any character anymore. More so than I like when when Cricket a couple episodes ago, she teared up. She said she wanted to have a baby, mm-hmm. but she was afraid that that Blake would leave her. Mm-hmm. That broke my heart. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I love that. Or the scene with Sharon and her husband on the floor, yep. like in the, in the kitchen. Yep. That broke my heart. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're too sporadic, those yeah, moments. Exactly. Those yeah. moments are yeah. too sporadic. Yeah. yeah, nothing from last night well, we did, gave we, new information. Well, we did learn that Carlene tried to make it in Hollywood or something, right? Yeah. Like she, but, but then when she met Rip, she kind of gave it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's an inner part of her that she struggles with, and that just adds one more thing right. to, to why she is the way she is. Mm-hmm. So it, it is taking a long time, yeah. and I'm appreciating it because I think it, it, keeps, it keeps me entertained because mm-hmm. I want to know more, mm-hmm. but I can see easily how you would get bored with like, well, who are these people? I'm not attached to them yet because I don't know right. them, therefore mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it anymore. Right, yeah. And also early in a, early in a season of of a, of a new show, I think that sometimes it's difficult if you're watching, you're just starting to watch the show, episode eight, you feel like you haven't missed anything. Right. You know what I mean? At least Whereas, in last night's episode. Exactly. And so there's some of those, a lot of series, they do like those standalone type episodes. Yeah. So the new viewers mm-hmm. who may be turning in don't feel like they're like, oh my God, I have no idea what's going on. Because you can That's watch true. that episode by itself and for the Kinda most part know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Who they are. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a, they did it 
Well, I was still entertained the entire time. Yeah. I still loved the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and of they, course we were. Yeah. All and, of us were, were. I'm giddy every time yeah. I show up yeah. blood. Exactly. And they're they're still in the very beginning of their first season. So they're, I'll let, give them some slack. They're allowed to have a couple episodes where they just want people who may haven't seen GCB yet to be entertained, have a good time for an hour, and want to come back for more. Right. Without having to get so much information all in one go they haven't. Yeah, and yeah. you don't have to like invest so much of yourself exactly. into the show. Yeah, although we try to. Yeah. We do. We, we try to always put. Meaning. We try to put yeah. ourselves in the yeah. show yeah. and reply yeah. to our lives. Yeah. <laughs> what was she thinking at this moment? <laughs> yeah. like, well, guys, we're gonna go to commercial real quick. When we come back, we're gonna talk about why is the men gone? <laughs> why? Why is the men gone? Why is the men gone? <laughs> Where is they? After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different aftershows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? <laughs> so, I miss the men. Where did they go? Yeah, where is the men's? Where is yeah. the men's? I mean, I, I was thinking, like, why is the rum gone? Why is the, <laughs> why is the man gone? <laughs> but we didn't have Luke, we don't have Uncle Burl, and we don't have Andrew anymore. Mm-hmm, and I'm yeah. like, really? No boys? I'm Come okay on. without Andrew. I feel bad for Heather. It's uh, awkward, but though, feel... to me. I feel like her character is super awkward without him. Yeah. Do you agree? I, I have... feel like she lacks purpose. There's no, yeah. there's no direction yeah, for her character. That. But I, at least, I, in my mind, I have a sense of finality about mm-hmm. Andrew's just this weird, socially awkward millionaire that... Can't. So is he gone for good? I think he is. Okay. No. But he could be coming back. They didn't really seem to like open that and up. And we could have 12 episodes this year or not. Yeah, <laughs> we're not sure. He's I the oracle these, over here. Yeah, I love it. These possibilities. Um, nothing for certain. But the person that I miss the most of the men is Uncle Burl. Yeah. Gigi and Uncle Burl's mm-hmm. story was probably my favorite in yeah. terms of the couples. Um, and I just I just want more. I want, I want Gigi to be swept off her feet yeah. by this wonderfully rich millionaire who just wants to treat her like the woman that yep. she is. They're like getting engaged one episode and then the next then episode he's well, gone. Well, no, but they didn't. See, that's the did, other yeah. thing. She yeah. was like, this is how it's going to work. You're mm-hmm. going to propose to me at an unknown time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they hugged and everything, but he hasn't actually re- yeah. proposed again. But isn't yeah. he dying? Yeah. I mean, how many episodes are we going to have with Uncle Burl? Right. Maybe they've, he they've just made died it... and they didn't tell us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've made it clear <laughs> that he's ill. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, well, where'd he go? We have to know him a little bit right. before he croaks, right? And I want to wedding episode yeah. i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff <gasps> maybe that'll be the season finale 
Oh, the way they so like great. rush things anyways, it could mm-hmm. happen in a few episodes. Yeah. Four yeah. episodes. What about so. Amanda and Luke? I miss Luke. Me too. Yeah, He's Luke so is really hot. great. Luckily <laughs> luckily I've been binging him lately, so I still I, I keep You've I keep up with Luke. <laughs> I said <laughs> binging, not what? banging. I was about to say binging. I said, what? You've been watching him. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Darn you. No, he's beautiful, but I no, I, I do miss his character for sure. I mean when yeah. when she it almost like I, I missed him the whole episode. But when she said to Carlene, I slept with your brother, I was like, oh, yeah, where is he? Yeah, like, yeah. I, you would think he would have been the audience to support Amanda's yeah. directing mm-hmm. debut. Yeah. And, well, they, when the whole production ended, yeah. right. it just ended. And mm-hmm. I was like, really? No, like how, like follow up, like how people responded or, right. yeah. you know, like him being in the audience and giving her a hug or something. It was just really like, mm-hmm. oh credits yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean carlene cracks through a stained glass window yeah. i'm like that was so weird and everybody's and it's over. like oh it's fine and the, yeah, yeah and the the like, no big deal i'm like really there's glass fall- it's so strange to me but luke i i do miss luke i hope he comes back soon yeah he's a great i love him for his acting chops and he's easy on the eyes <laughs> and i think i th- we're getting little doses of him yeah but i think that Bozeman is going to have a bigger part to play. Yeah, he kind of came out of nowhere and yeah. he's kind of there, yeah. sort yeah. of, but not really. Yeah. He's a little haughty though. I like. I love when he he's so with dumb the, though. It drives me nuts. There's nothing. Like, there, there's a time and a place for dumb. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what I love how he's standing and that on, place is Texas. Yes, te- clearly, <laughs> clearly. Um, no, I love how he's standing on stage with his iPod on, and like just or like texting on. His and phone I was like, oh my gosh, it's my brother. I know, standing right? There I'm like, like, oh, like oh, it's me when I was younger. So I, I, I can relate. I love that. <laughs> well, I don't know what's gonna happen with him. I don't know. I just yeah. unless he unless he got, like grows a brain, I don't know that I'll like his character to to come up right. anymore. I like I like I like all the kids though, all the teenagers on the show. Yeah, where did her daughter go? I, I like yeah. that they are all teenagers because yeah. it lends yeah. itself to getting re- things to get really dicey really quickly. I mean, these kids are you know sixteen, seventeen years old. A season or two from now, they're fair game. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and the kids will be mm-hmm. interacting with each other, and and then in a couple of years they can interact with the adults. Not that I, yeah. I hope the show's around in two years. Um, uh, I'm sure it will be. But no, I, I like I like the kids. I think it's it's interesting. And then if Cricket brings a baby on, yeah, they need to touch on all these issues again. A lot. Yeah. yeah, a lot got lost this episode. I'm overwhelmed yeah. right now. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, s- I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. <laughs> well, it's also really hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> I am wearing a beanie right now. <laughs> Way to go. Oh, right. Well, thank you guys for being with us tonight. We are, we'll be back in two weeks. So not two next weeks. week, but two weeks from now. And we'll be talking about episode nine. Thank you guys for being with us. Mr. Jason Gallagher, where can uh, they find you on Twitter? Find me at Jason Gallagher LA. I am underscore AJ Gibson. Like you have an guitar. underscore before? Underscore before my name. Oh, yeah. so at so underscore. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. I'm you so weird. Okay, you would wear a beanie. <laughs> yeah. A beanie and glasses without frames, <laughs> no. mind you. No frames. Tool. In case my eyeballs itch, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys can find me at Candon Bliss or at CandonBliss.net. So thank you guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye, y'all. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.